outbound ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make sense. Hi everyone. I was talking to my oldest sister, Lita, the other day. And afterwards I suddenly realized that she went on her own spiritual journey a few decades ago. Lita met the Greek guy Spiro when she was studying to become a pharmacist at Wits University and converted from Dutch Reformed to Greek Orthodox. I jokingly called Wits students communists during the chat. To contextualize that statement, in the old apartheid days a group of Wits students set the old South African flag alight during a protest. And in the conservative circles, that was surely seen as an act of terrorism. And those who did it were marked a bunch of communists. Please note that I did not see this view those days, and I neither do now. This chat is to find out how this conversion of Lita's worked, how this journey was for her, and to find out a bit more about the Greek Orthodox beliefs. This podcast is supported by The First Layer, the 12-step workbook on working through the 12 steps in any addiction in 21 sessions. There's also a 24-day step coaching and counseling program available based on the first layer. For more information in this regard, go to www.freddy.org.za and click through from the notices at the right of the homepage. Please also look out for information on my new book, Life and Non, a 12-step guide to life for non-addicts. You can find it by following the link from the right of my homepage. It costs 300 rand without postage. Order from me in my shop at www.freddyshop.co.za. Click on Books and then on Life and On. This is a latest story. Sit back, relax and enjoy. I actually have no idea what to call you. A letter, Lita, a letter. I knew you as Lita when we grew up, but now you're a letter. <laughs> Welcome to Meet Me in the Field. Thanks, Freddie. Yeah, it's very weird book to do be speaking to <laughs> And I never ever thought you would invite me because I'm such a boring person. You have such exciting people always on. And I'm just boring. <laughs> so if you feel you need to make your life more exciting, feel free. The listeners will never know. <laughs> I won't tell. <laughs> Listen. Yeah, so for the listeners, Aleta is my sister. She's six years older than me, so I always say that we are far, f- what do you call it? Far, far removed, family far removed. Like I'm the, old, I'm the younger, she's the oldest. So I actually can't remember a hell of a lot of the two of us being in the house together. No, that's actually true. I, and I was always so busy with my own things and you were just yeah. a little boy. I can remember <laughs> you being terribly naughty at supper times and yes I was I remember, <laughs> yeah you were very naughty and I remember at church you were always very naughty in church and you used to be the one to be taken out all the time <laughs> are you serious I can't remember that oh shit so, yes. so, so I was already already not listening then <laughs> yes and I, but anyway so today we we are uh, we are going to talk about your your interesting journey, but before we get there, let's just let's just give the, the listeners a back a bit of background about how you see how we grew up. So you mentioned that that I was not in church, which means that that we attended church. But you, by the way, she says I was not in church. You were you were prohibited from wearing jewelry to church. Remember? 
No. Yes, because you constantly fiddled with your with your bangles and made a noise. <laughs> I, I remember that. And I used to wear, we used to wear hats with an elastic at the bottom. I used to eat this elastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now you remember. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is the pot calling the kettle black. <laughs> yeah. No, but when you were... We were young. We actually had a very happy childhood, as I can remember it. We used to have a lot of fun, play in the streets and play with the neighbours. And we used to do lots of fun things and go on holidays and meet lots of people and with the neighbours on holidays. So as far as I can remember, we had a very happy childhood. But And the worst part is that I think we all knew you were gay from when you were very young. Mm-hmm. So you went through all this trauma about not revealing that you gay, and we all actually had a very good idea because when you <laughs> looking at my childhood photos, it's bloody obvious. <laughs> God, I was camp. <laughs> used to play with dolls and dress up dolls, and used to dress up in girls' clothes, and yes, so everybody uh, basically knew. So I don't remember that at all. Nobody put a name to it. Yeah. And, yeah, and we all just loved you and accepted you for what you were. In the meantime, we never realized you were going through this hectic trauma. <laughs> How sad is that? <laughs> and it was interesting that there were so many children in our neighborhood. So there was yes. always somebody to play with. Yes. So that I, that I think when, when I became aware of that, that I was playing with the neighbors, you were probably at high school where you, where you were past that kind of play phase. So you were then already kind of more hanging in your room with friends and going to visit friends and those type of things. I'm not in touch with that part of you at all. Reading, I used to read a lot. I can even remember those days. I used to read, 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 read. And I used to study. I was was still always wanted to be first in class. I wanted to be the top achiever. So I was studying a lot. Yeah, you were a bloody nerd. I was. I was Miss <laughs> I remember when you were studying <laughs> chemistry at Varsity, how you how you would walk around with a piece of paper, always with the with a chemical um formula on it. Yeah, and draw the chemical more. can you remember that? No. You always had a piece of you would stand in the kitchen and chat with, with us and while you're doing that you will be drawing the, the chemical processes. That peri- periodic table, is yeah. that or but, no. The but formula. the actual the actual chemical process, like in Oh, the formulas. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you draw the little, um, what do you call it, the cells or whatever those, it looks oh, like honey, okay. honey bee things, so those things, which obviously make no sense to me because my science was absolutely horrific. And what I remember was how absolutely terrified I was of asking you a, a, a maths question. <laughs> God, so bad at helping people. You so would explain once, and if you don't get it, it's like just go, just just go, just go. <laughs> I'm sorry. And when I did my um, what do you call it? When they tell you what you should become? Um, um, um aptitude test. Yes, they told me to become a teacher. <laughs> I re- I remember that when and mom was not. still kind of no way, you cannot become a teacher. <laughs> That is what they told me to become. <laughs> Imagine. Crazy. I wonder how long it would have taken you to kill your first pupil. <laughs> Not long. Not long. But I changed. I changed. When I had my children, I had to get to develop a lot of patience and 
I've changed a lot. I'm you have absolutely no choice, do you? <laughs> Even when I worked in pharmacy when I was young, when my boss saw me getting angry with a customer, he would quickly send me away and take a... <laughs> I, I remember when, we, when, when we, we used to work together in a pharmacy, how you cocked people out. <laughs> kind of, you were here yesterday and you, and you bought the same thing. That, that, that contains coding. Do you know that? <laughs> I was right, wasn't I? Cocked him out from a dizzy height. <laughs> no, no, I was absolutely right. No, you I once right. told a woman to her face, you are addicted to codeine. Yes. And she took her business away from us. And a few years later, yeah, she, she took her business away from us. A few years later, she ended up in hospital having withdrawal symptoms because she didn't get her codeine. Oh, my word. And she came back and she said, yes, you were right. I was addicted to codeine. Oh, sweet. So. <laughs> no, yeah. you, you shat people out from a dizzy height in that pharmacy. I'll never forget it. I changed. <laughs> but that's one thing I remember is how I enjoyed working in the pharmacy. It was such a, yeah. it was such a clean, organized environment to be in. <laughs> it yes. suited me very well. I don't like my hands to get dirty and it's organized in that, that, <laughs> it it's one of the reasons why I became a pharmacist. I was helping people. I didn't have to get my hands dirty. <laughs> yes, I was doing something. But still, yeah. I was working with people that I really, really enjoy. So. Yeah. I'll never forget that I worked at the pharmacy over the Christmas period. I don't know if we ever worked together at that stage, but how because I was the kind of junior person there how i had to wrap the christmas gifts <laughs> and i fun, could not wrap the gifts and that i would break out into a panic sweat and while i'm wrapping i would be dripping sweat onto the, <laughs> onto the wrapping paper from complete anxiety and you know how people stand and wait for you to so they see how i drip the sweat onto the wrapping paper. <laughs> did you work with yvonne at Dalton? yeah yeah she was amazing. She, she, she used she, to she say. Taught she taught me to, to always organize the notes in the tools so that they put the heads together. She used to teach us that you could, doesn't matter what shape or size the gift was, you only had to use three pieces of sticky tape because she used to work with her for a Jewish guy before and three <laughs> pieces of sticky tape and that was it. I'll never forget that either. But I became good at wrapping gifts. The no, secret God, is I, having the right size. She was obviously never there when, when I wrapped because nobody ever taught me and I just had these panic attacks when I had to wrap. I was probably too busy selling the things and you just had to do the wrapping. <laughs> so, did you ever consider studying medicine? Yes, I did lots of times, but I didn't want to work those hours and I didn't want to be hands-on. I don't like, enjoy touching people. Yeah, that, that will freak really, out as well. I, if I don't know, I'll clean them. <laughs> <I love laughs> them. Yeah. So the pharmacy, really the, so we both of us like the clean, the clean organized bit, bit of the pharmacy. Yes. Yeah. No, that, yes. that's interesting. It, it, it also freaks me out about farm, um, doctors, about Touching these strange people the whole time. You don't know when's the last time they bathed and they're carrying germs and all that kind of stuff. No. I'm exactly the same. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody comes to me in the pharmacy and they smell a bit or they don't look too yeah. clean, then I'm like, uh. Yeah, exactly. 
I wish I didn't have to serve you. <laughs> I also remember how you cut people out when you couldn't hear them talking. <laughs> Speak um, up, I can't hear you. <laughs> it was always interesting to work with you. So, <laughs> so both of us having grown up in Dutch Reformed, yes. I, I can't remember you engaging with, with church after having been confirmed? To be quite honest, I can't remember much about it either. Well, I, I think, think my, one reason could be because you went to the communist varsity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went to this. <laughs> in, in, in our days, that they burnt the South African flag for those people who don't know. So they were seen as the communists. They were the, they were the Gefaar. <laughs> yes, yes. It was very scary for me to have to go to an English university because we couldn't afford for me to go to Poch of Sturm to study my pharmacy degree at Poch. Oh, my God. So I, I can't go picture you at Poch looking back. Yeah. And the first two weeks, I was too scared to open my mouth. I was scared I would make a grammatical error when I spoke <laughs> to people. And then, oh, and I was the real raw cookie. I used to wear skirts and high heels and fancy clothes to varsity and they all used to laugh and tease me. <laughs> yeah, because you did your first year at Rao. You did a basic BSc and yeah. then moved over. Yes. yes. So I never thought that, that could have been difficult for you. No, it was. Because you had no friends, they know nothing. Nothing, nobody. Wow. And then I met um, my friend Susan, who's Greek. And you're still and, friends with her? Um, sorry? And you're still friends with her? Yes, yes, yeah. she's my best friend. <laughs> and then um, she introduced me to my husband, basically. Ah, and, and that caused a big family drama, as I remember it. Yes. <laughs> my mother wasn't happy. My mother didn't Not really happy is, is possibly the biggest euphemism of the week so far. <laughs> <laughs> how, well, how long didn't she speak to you for? <laughs> yeah. And then my dad said, rather good Greek than a bad Afrikaner. Those were his words. Yeah. So. I remember that as well. And that kind of that kind of flicked flicked the switch. Yes. So how long did you and Spiro date before he popped the question? Um, we started dating in 82 and we got engaged in 85. So, okay. Three so it wasn't, it wasn't a, 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 a short, short process. Can, no. can you remember the, 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 the religious thing being an issue for you? Because you, you needed to convert to Greek Orthodox for, for, for the marriage to, to tell us a bit about that process. Yes, and, um, well, I didn't need to. I don't know. In those days, I don't think they would have married us in a Greek church. Yeah. Because even now, some priests refuse to marry people if one of them is not, if they're not both Greek Orthodox. And I also thought that, you know what, it's so much easier for the children, if you have children, at least having both parents in the same church. Otherwise, 
with kids. It's already so difficult to get your kids to attend church. Can you imagine if they don't know which church they yeah. should go to? And it wasn't really difficult because it was Christian, you know. The creed, uh, what we call the I believe, is basically the same. I actually looked at it yesterday to just check. And the only thing that really comes up differently is that in the Greek church, they baptize. And in the Afrikaans church, they don't. And um, you just have the christening. And in the Greek church, the children are immediately part of the congregation. You don't have to be confirmed. They can okay. take communion and okay. are part of the church, not like yeah. the Afrikaans church where they have to confirm. So they also have the, the, the geloofsbeleidnis? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. Twelve, twelve points yeah. in what I believe. Oh, interesting. And it's basically the same, very, very similar. Okay. And tell us about the process to convert. What Mm -hmm. does it entail? Because I remember that that was quite involved. Yes. Well, I had to have a few lessons with a priest, this old, old priest. It was okay. It wasn't difficult at all. And it was like six or something. It wasn't uh, really a lot. Yeah. And then, um, but the baptism ceremony itself was hectic because you had to be dressed in this white robe and get dunked in water with water <laughs> and oil poured over your head. And were you, were you allowed to, to wear fine quickies under the robe? <laughs> yes, at least you could wear your underwear under the robe. So you, so you found your biggest poopfanger panty in your closet and made sure you were well covered. <laughs> yes. But, but before that, there was this, this thing, if I remember correctly, was it, was it a choice that you made to learn Greek, to, to learn to speak Greek? Yes. That was, came from my, well, when I was friendly with Susan, I already started picking <clears throat> up a few words. I remember... One day we were walking around at Varsity and I heard this word, Malaka. And I said to Susan, what does Malaka mean? And she said, where did you hear that word? <laughs> it was a very bad Greek word that the Greek guys use. It means fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was already picking up Greek words with Susan as we were going uh. along. And then... Once I started going out with Spira, I'm going to Rustenburg for weekends to my in-laws, then not the in-laws. My mother-in-law was very rude. She would speak to people in front of you, discuss you with people in front of you, you know, in Greek. And you know she's talking about you. And I decided, old lady, you're not going to do this to me, so I shall speak your language. (laughs) And that's what what made me learn Greek. Okay. I remember we sat one day and I was helping you with your vocabulary. I think we were doing the colors and the word kitrino is yellow. Kitrino, yeah. yeah. Yes. And I, that, that's the one that, that stuck in my head for some other ob- 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 so ob- obscure reason. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, did, you, you did Greek at varsity then? You, you did a, a, a what, non-academic course or Greek for non-academic private lessons just and then I just went to varsity for one year and then I was pregnant with Nicholas and then I gave up I didn't feel like traveling away from Edenwell to UJ and 
up then and I didn't really need the degree or anything. So Was it easy that. for you? No, it's a very difficult language. You Is it? I still can't speak it so well and it's a very, very difficult language. It's so different from Afrikaans and it's it's like the German and those things and um all the different tenses and Ugh. Like German has dirty and dust, you know, the different oh, God. for every sex and yeah, it's male, female and neutral and yeah, it was a huge process. Okay. And there was also something that you needed the Greek person to kind of sponsor you, to introduce you into the religion. What and that yes, was your you Greek need, your Greek um, teacher. You need a godmother, a yeah. godmother or godfather. And um, that had to be a Greek person. And do they, so, do, do they introduce you to, what was their purpose? They are supposed to keep an eye on you after you've, you've become an Orthodox to make sure you keep the faith and whatever. Okay. Which doesn't really happen in many, many cases. But they are like, yes, you're like you're, real godfather they're supposed to be there or your godmother to be there for you all your life and watch out over you and etc okay. i actually thought about them this morning i should go on facebook and see if i can track anybody you can find her son is a friend of mine on facebook thekla hendrix's son yeah son thekla hendrix's yeah. son yeah what's his name remember we we worked together at at some stage so yeah. you, yeah, I'll get his name for you and I'll send you the link or something. Okay, yeah. that's um, cool. I, can't I can't, know. For the life of me, I can't remember his name now. Okay. Um, yeah, but anyway, so the conversion from in here to Greek Orthodox was not such a big issue for you. It, it was just something you felt you wanted to do. It, it will just make life easier for everybody moving forward. Yes, absolutely. Okay, and. This interesting Greek ceremonies, like the engagement. I remember we had to go to Rustenburg for the rings to be blessed. What's that yes. about? No, it is actually the church has to, you have to have your engagement done by a priest. We didn't have a priest at that stage, but he was like the um, chanter in the church or cantor. Or yeah. I'm not sure exactly what it's called in, in English. And he did the ceremony. It is an official Greek ceremony that yeah. you have to go through to be engaged. And then they put the wedding ring on your left hand, your left hand, you're only engaged. When you get married, it goes on your right hand. You're actually supposed to wear the ring on your right hand. Okay. The ladies wear it on the, um, well, married couples wear it on the right hand. And yeah, obviously, I normally wear two because okay, my yeah. Greek can one. Yeah. <laughs> not, not to confuse so, yeah, I am not available. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, ever forget the standing in, in Rustenburg and the priest opened. It was a bloody thick book that he opened and he started reading. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said, rather out loudly, I hope he's not going to read through the whole book. It's <laughs> <laughs> sure. so funny. <laughs> When I started going to Greek church, everything was in Greek. And the ceremony, the service is like 
one and a half hours oh long. Word. Yes, and I didn't understand a word. It was terrible. I used to hate it. I used to be so bored, and I used to say to Spiro, no, I'm going home now, and he used to get upset with me. Yeah. But then they started bringing, introducing more, a bit more and more English. Okay. And then they brought out a book with English words, all okay. the translations, and um, it became better. Okay. And then my children started going to Sunday school, and then they started insisting that we went every Sunday. I don't know what the Sunday school teacher told them, <laughs> but they started, no, it's Sunday. You have to go to church. So we started going every Sunday. Then I started really getting into the Greek church and it started really making sense to me and I started really enjoying it. Okay. I like the rituals, the solemnity, the it's so so different, all the traditions. Mm. I love it. It's, oh, awesome. And I really now that we can't go to church during lockdown, it's like a major issue for us. Yeah. It's very difficult. Oh wow. So one thing that I remember about the Greek church is people don't seem to sit and listen. They are coming and going and there's loads of walking around. And <laughs> I know. That is the worst thing. Oh, yeah. And they come late. Imagine walking into an Afrikaans church like 10 minutes before the end and going to sit right in front. No, Everybody just, will get such dirty looks. In the Greek church, they do it all the time. And it's shocking. Yeah. And the priest is like trying to get this out of them. But, I mean, you lose so much if you don't go and sit through the whole ceremony. Yeah. It's yeah, really, do, who do you fool by, by, by attending the last 10 minutes? Kind of what do you get out of it? Yeah. <laughs> what do you get out of it? Yeah. Oh, you can say, I've been to church. And yeah. no, it's like, I remember just sitting in a few, I suppose it was with the christenings and the weddings and those things. Mm -hmm. Sit down for God's sake. <laughs> just sit and yes. listen to the. If we listen, yeah, this is what we're here for, isn't it? <laughs> so. yeah, exactly. No, strange. And am I correct at that stage? I don't know if it's still like that. That a Greek wedding wasn't legally accepted in South yes. Africa. Is that still the yes. case? Do you know? Most priests have now done the got the qualification to make it legal okay yeah you know, in those days we had to get married married we actually got married on the 29th of january in court yeah we had a court wedding and then the 15th of march we had our greek wedding yeah. our church wedding but then we also had the afrikaans do remember i actually don't remember that no really no. Yeah, it was a very long sermon because the Germany did his thing and the Greek, and it's such a long ceremony anyway yeah. in the Greek church. And then when we had the Afrikaans. Um, I remember a few things about your wedding. One, the ceremony started about two hours late. <laughs> no, it wasn't that long. It not was, that long. You were furious. <laughs> Well, you know how hot it was? It was the 15th of March. It was hot. I think I was the sweatiest bride ever. Maybe if I got married in Greece, I would have been sweatier during summer. But I had to sit in the car and wait for the previous people to get married. Yeah. But you know what the most interesting thing is, Freddie? I met the, one of my best friends now. Her sister, they, are, they were Yugoslav. They're Serbian. 
her sister got married just before me in that church. Are you serious? Oh my word. Yes. I realized that like 20 years later, Amazing. she said to me, oh, it's my sister's wedding anniversary today. I said, yeah, it's mine as well. I said, where did she get married? Because they're also Orthodox, you know, the yeah. Serbians and them. And she said, oh, at that church. I said, but I also got married on that day in that <laughs> church. They, we were waiting for their ceremony to finish yeah. so that I could have my wedding. Yeah. I have their photos in my wedding, their flowers yeah. in my wedding photos. Because that, that was something that was freaky because what they do is the, the after the ceremony, the bride and groom walks to the, to the door of the church and everybody congratulates them as they walk out. So. So that can take hours for everybody to have to chat yes. and to say, so, so, so like that's the thing. Yeah. And yes. you were the third wedding ceremony and there was a fourth one still after you. No, I don't know. I, I remember I that. Know. Yeah. And there was also, really? and all this, all the, everybody, why, everybody loses, leaves their flowers. So, so you chose a theme and suddenly your flowers are there kind of with all the, all the other bloody flowers in between as well. <laughs> but what I, what you know, I, why this happened? Because you are not allowed to have anything like baptisms or weddings or engagements during the Lent period, the Lent period before okay. Easter. Yeah. And that Saturday was the last one before oh my Lent. Word. Okay. So Lent is a very solemn time in the Greek church. You are not allowed to have any, any celebratory um, okay. ceremonies or. No fun no shall be had at all. <laughs> Something like that, hey? Absolutely. Okay. And because now fast starts. Okay. And then until after Easter, only after Easter could you get married again then. That's why they push everything into that. Oh, I never knew that. Okay. But I saw you coming in the door and the next minute you were standing in front. You were not doing this, let's get this bloody thing over. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's something quite funny in the Greek wedding ceremony and that's the the rings above the head tell us a bit about that what what is it and what does it represent very symbolic everything in the Greek church everything they do is symbolic it has all got a meaning and that joins the bride and the groom and you'll see you'll put it move it from the bridegroom yeah. to the bride's head three times in the name of the Father and the Son and okay. the Holy Spirit. Everything happens three times. If almost everything they say, they say three times. Okay. Every song they sing is three yeah. times. So that's why it's such a long ceremony and everything is so. They walk, oh, we mate. walked around the table three yeah. times. And, yeah, so it's just a joining. That's how yeah. they join the bride and the groom with their Stefano. And when... One of them dies, they, you keep that forever, that, um, those rings that are okay. joined by a, a ribbon. Okay. When one dies, you cut that um, oh my word. ribbon and you bury the Stefano song with the... Oh, my word. Okay. Oh, wow. dies. I don't know if they still do it because I can't remember Tasia putting my mother in or Stefano in the thing. Yeah. But that's how it normally works. Okay. And what, what I found funny about it is obviously because of, of the Greek family, I've seen a few Greek weddings, and the priests have not learned <laughs> because they always jerk the, 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 the bride's head piece or something off with it. <laughs> off <her head> with it. 
strings. So somewhere in the ceremony, the, the bride is kind of hanging onto, <laughs> onto a veil or a flowers or, or yeah. whatever. Always, yes. You always get stuck on this veil or the hat or the whatever. It's definitely for me the cool. most the most exciting part of the of the of the Greek wedding ceremony with those rings because you know this was going to be a giggle, a giggle or a full out laugh. <laughs> Now your oldest son is dating a non-Greek girl. She is now in the position where you were in, what, 50 yeah. years, 40, 40 years ago, 30 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Really, don't make me older than I am. 36 years ago. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, how, how can I put this? Do you have empathy with the situation do you guide her through the process well they haven't made the decision to get married so there's no she's attending the greek yet. church isn't she sorry she is attending, she the, is greek attending the greek church okay, she yeah. does you know, she used to when we were having church but now we have to have the baptism because they've got this baby that <laughs> needs to be baptized it was supposed to have been baptized during lockdown and everything okay, yeah, yeah. And now he's already almost running around and he still hasn't been baptized. And now he has to be in church naked when he's so big and getting dunked oh, in two times. The, the I, priest has to hold this heavy baby and dunk him with one hand while he's pouring water yeah. over his head with the other hand. And So yeah. so there's the, there's the practicality reason. Yeah, it would have been in April because, I mean, you told yes. us months in advance. Six months yes. in advance, at least, kind of book that date. So, so the christening is a big thing in the in the Greek church, and it yes. just couldn't happen because of lockdown. Yes, and you still have no idea when when you can actually when it can happen. We were hoping in September, but the priest doesn't want to commit, so we yeah. have no idea. Oi, 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 oi. So, to just back to my question. So, do you? Do you have a sense of empathy and compassion for her? For, well, for I, I suppose I ab absolutely being in this, this cultural malaise, if you can call it that way. Yes. Things these days are easier than in my day because everything is so much more English. Yeah. Although the Greek church hasn't changed in the, since the third century, they haven't changed the ceremonies, they don't change anything. The only thing that really has changed a bit is that some of the priests have a bit of sympathy or empathy and they cut the service a little bit short and yeah. they speak more English and they okay. give the sermon in English. But uh, So that makes it a bit easier for her. Yeah, I do feel for her and I'm hoping, but I'm hoping she's going to do it because they still have a choice, you know. Yeah. They can refuse. Like some, I know quite a few weddings that have happened where the Right, said, no, I'm not changing my religion. And yeah. then they have like this ceremony, not in church, they have it in a different venue because the priest, I don't know, our priest, he refuses to even attend a ceremony where they're not both um, uh, well. Greek, Orthodox. But yeah, I'm sure, um, I think she will change once if my son pops a question. That's the million dollar question. <laughs> so are you putting pressure on him? I have asked him one day, what is your, your... What are your intentions? <laughs> young man, what are your intentions with that young lady? <laughs> I did ask him. And he said to me, Mom, 
Leave me. I've got too much stress in my life. Oh, God. And he, I he doesn't handle stress very well at all. So. <laughs> so I heard him one day discussing with, my, with Spiro, the whole, my husband, the whole story. And, but Spiro wouldn't tell me what he said. Is it? He just said, give him a break. Leave him. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Yeah. But either way, you love being a grandmother, which I, it is so weird. I could never think of you as a mother to start with. And then you, you were a natural mother. And to think of you as a grandmother freaked me out as well. And now you, just, you, you, you have this softness about this little grandchild that nearly freaks me out. <laughs> oh, absolutely adoring. <laughs> But and I'm sweet. missing so much during he is sweet. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> and he's we really miss him so much now during lockdown. And Shame. it's terrible not to be able yeah. to hold him and play with him and Yeah, we with our godchild as well. She is growing up so much. And imagine. And we, we miss we miss so much. Oh, but thank God Wendy sends a lot of photos and videos. So mm-hmm. every new thing she videos and sends it on. Otherwise, we would have missed out on so much of this child's development. It's, it, it's crazy. Yes. It's really insane. It's so one thing that I found really interesting, if I compare this to, to, to the Jewish faith, it, it's an interesting match of, of faith and culture. That, yes. that we don't have in the Afrikaans community. It's, 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 it, you, there's, there's a Greek community. There's a, there's a, there's a very a, a immense sense of, of, of community. Um, yes, absolutely. And, and you, you, seem to, you seem to really enjoy and, and thrive, thrive in that. I love it. And especially at church. Those people are my family. You yeah. know, We see basically the same people every Sunday. We sit in more or less the same places. If you haven't been to church, they find you and say, are you okay? You know, oh, cool, are you feeling yeah. My husband's in the choir and, yeah, you have to, like, report if you're not going because they worry about you. Yeah. So it is really, really, very, like you say, there's this community feeling. No, I absolutely love the fact that I'm part of this tradition now yeah. and the fasting and the it's so much discipline and things like that that you have to adhere to and the icons, it's so different yeah. from the Afrikaans church, but it's so Very much hot. So. Yeah. What I found fascinating is how the Greek people whom I've met, they immediately, because you are a lettuce brother, you're part of us. She's part of the family, so you're part of the family as well. It's such an embracing culture if i can call it that way yeah it's a very warm yeah and i think you're right the jews are exactly the same you know the jews and the greeks i've been working at this jewish hospital and met quite a few jews there and they get along so well because they actually understand each other they understand that the family is the most important your faith is so important and you are there for each other and um, yeah we, the Greeks and the Jews, and you know what? This the problem is they are intermarrying now quite a lot, you know, between Greeks and Jews because they get on so well. Okay, but it is a problem, you know. I'm glad because, I didn't have to because both have such strong faith connections. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that is amazing. It's a bit hmm. hard, hey? So yeah. Oh, fascinating. Just giving um, up their faith, and it's a hard faith to 
to give up and to become a kosher Jew. Oh my goodness, that is yeah. like. Oh my word! I remember experience. when I studied psychology, how it was very pertinent how the communities with the lowest suicide rates were the Jewish communities because really? of that immense sense of community. As you say, you, they don't allow you to isolate. If you, if, you, if you don't show up, they call you. They contact. They reach out. Kind of, what's going on? But we, how can we yes. help? That, that type of thing. So exactly. in so many other cultures, people are just allowed to isolate and to wither and then eventually just, to just kill, and kill themselves. So I found that, that very interesting. So it will be interesting to see the, the, the statistics for suicides in the Greek community. And my feeling is it will be very much the same as Jewish. But anyway, I have to go. This was awesome. I really enjoyed this. This was fabulous. Thanks, we actually haven't and talked. And you must know how proud I am of you and for everything you've achieved and where you've been and where you've gone. And, and where I'm going. Yes. Where you're going. <laughs> yes. I am absolutely proud of you. My well, I'm very brother. proud of you and your beautiful children and your beautiful grandson and everything as well. And we can't wait to see you for the christening. We can't wait to see each other. Let's hope we still yeah. Mm, drama <laughs> but we will on your way to America anyway you have to come via Joburg you don't yeah. have a choice no, and I've already committed to at least one week before we go I'll, I'll come and spend in Joburg Absolutely. So hopefully we can do the, the, the yeah, hopefully everything will fall in place we can be there for the christening anyway oh, this was bloody awesome enjoy the rest of your day and Thanks, um, say Jay. hi to the family see ya love you bye bye bye, bye. One thing I really enjoyed about getting older is how we, as children, became much closer. I am immensely grateful to Aleta for taking us on this journey with her. I was quite shocked when she said I was naughty, but thinking back, I remember having been taken out of church regularly and getting a hiding for not behaving appropriately. I actually completely forgot about that. This brought up a memory of me once being forced out of a prayer meeting by my mom and given the beating of my life right outside. When we got back to the meeting, the people looked totally shocked and horrified. The good old days when times were bad, as Dolly Parton would sing, when it was not illegal to give children hidings. I do recall how impossible I was at dinner time. My dad had this specific look he got in his eyes when he got angry. I would tell the other children to watch him and then I would jerk the tablecloth for us to kill ourselves laughing when he got that look in his eyes from anger. I thoroughly enjoyed learning a bit more about the Greek Orthodox Church and also to reminisce with my sister. I hope you learned something too and hopefully got a giggle or two out of it as well. If you want to know more about what I do, please feel free to connect with me on my website, which is www.freddy.org.za or find me on Facebook at either Meet Me in the Field or Freddy Counselor or on Twitter at at Freddy, or Instagram at Freddy Counselor. Remember that Freddy is always spelt with an IE at the end. Thank you for listening. Be safe. Bye.